Thank you for downloading this podcast from the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. A Shot of Torah features Rabbi Dr. Levi Cooper, also known as the Magid of Melbourne. You can find the latest episode of A Shot of Torah by visiting our Spotify page. Be sure to subscribe to Levi's Hasidic Lord monthly newsletter by visiting elmod.pardes.org. And now... Here is Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper. This is Levy Cooper coming to you from Paradise in Yerushalayim. In the previous two podcasts, I shared with you two different approaches to understanding how the Urim Vetumim and the Choshen Hamishpat, the breastplate of judgment, how that priestly vestment operated. We saw Kasuta's approach that it gave answers to yes-no questions. We saw the Ramban, Nachmanides approach, that the priestly vestment, the Choshen Mishpat, had glowing letters that flashed on and off and provided answers to more complex questions, though those answers still needed to be unjumbled. It's now time for a third approach, and this third approach appears in the writings of Maimonides, the Rambam, who was born in 1138 and died in the year 1204. And the Rambam, in a fascinating passage, describes how the Choshen Mishpat used to work. According to the Rambam, the Kohen would face the Ark, the Ark of the Covenant. The questioner would stand behind the Kohen and the questioner would ask the question, question. That questioner would not raise his voice, nor would he sequester the question in his heart, but he would say it in a soft voice, just like a person who is praying on their own. After that person asked the question, The Holy Spirit would envelop the Kohen who would then look at the breastplate of judgment and see in a prophetic vision the answer flash before him. I think this is a fascinating passage from the Rambam where he is describing what we perhaps would term a mystical experience where the Kohen would see the answer before him thanks to a divine spirit that would rest upon him. The advantage of this approach was that it was not connected to specific letters and therefore seems to have been able to give complex answers and did not require the unjumbling or creating of words from a mix of letters. The disadvantage of this approach was that it was only the Kohen Agadol who had access to the divine answer. And so, my friends, I've shared with you three approaches as to how the Urim Vetumim and Choshen Mishpat operated. 
These three answers all point in a similar direction. That system was there to give answers to questions. If we turn back to Rabbi Chalfon Moshe Kohen of Jerba, it's possible when he was expressing a yearning, a desire for the return of the Urim Tumim and Choshen Mishpat, it's possible that he was expressing a desire for certainty, for answers to questions. And if this is the reading of his desire, his yearning, his longing, then I can, it certainly resonates with me. How many of us wish we had answers to our questions? How many of us ponder and hope for solutions, for certainty? It could very well be that Rabbi Chalfon Moshe HaKohen was praying for a day where we would have a little more certainty in our lives, some answers to the difficult questions that bother us. That's all for now. Until the next time, to the Beit Midrash! Thank you again for downloading this podcast, a production of the Pardes Institute of Jewish Studies. If you liked what you just heard, please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to A Shot of Torah today. Be sure to go to Spotify and subscribe to A Shot of Torah with Rabbi Dr. Levy Cooper for more episodes. Thanks for listening.